Hello everybody and welcome to Brubagoon, the last episode of the season. Season number two is officially over, but I have a lot of things that I'm gonna do this summer. And you're gonna know all of that right now. I don't know if I'm gonna tell you at the beginning or at the end, but first of all I know what to start with. I will start with my contacts. Hello, it's calamaro.cc, that's my email, calamaro.cc on Instagram and Facebook. Then read Calamaro on Twitter, where you can read all my stupid stuff and where probably you will be, I don't know, I don't know, but probably you will be also updated on the holy week that is gonna happen from the 15th of June. Let me double check when I have the train, because it must be the 15th of June, I don't know. I'm always super, super problematic with this thing. Yes, the 15th of June, into Saturdays. You can listen to this podcast. Just go to Spreaker, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts and look for Broom Wagoon, or better, if you are a purist of the language, Broom Wagon. But anyways, it's gonna be pronounced in a different way because my accent is so smooth and mellow, so different from everybody else. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Yes, this episode of today is gonna be a presentation, a talk together with Simon about everything that will happen on the Holy Week number two. And I want to make you some recommendation first. I'm gonna write an article, it's already there, I just need to put the embed of this episode out there and then I'm gonna go live. Let's just go on Calamaro CC and the first article is gonna be on the Holy Week number two. At the bottom, there's gonna be, obviously, an embed, a playlist, with all the episodes that we are gonna produce daily on the Holy Week. So we're gonna talk about the Sportful the first day and then every other stage that is around. In the same article, you will find many other things. And a thing that you are gonna find is gonna be a list of the plan of the days that we are gonna do. So something like on Saturday the 15th I'm gonna travel from Zurich to Feltre and then on Sunday there's gonna be the forest portful and then all the days and the mounted the mountains that we are tackling. If you want to join us for one of the rides for one of the stages of the Holy Week just give me a shout. You know my contacts, you know that you can follow us on the Instagram, Twitter and Facebook and whatever. So just let us know and you can join us at which point you want. You are always welcome to a good ride, a good beer, a good coffee and whenever, whatever is close to that. And you can follow our different media stuff and whatever just in the Instagram we are gonna set up uh, hashtag that is the holy week two two in numbers and there you are gonna get everything what else yes this is the last episode of the season but from the 15th of june you're gonna listen for the whole holy week and from there you're gonna have daily podcast about our experience there so one week is covered so now episode one week of pause till a bit more till the 15th of june and since there are eight different episodes i think more or less eight nine different episodes about the holy week then a bit of a pause then 
I'm still setting up everything. Sorry, Matt. I need to also answer to your email. But after that, I probably will go to the Panceltic race. You remember, Matt, of the Panceltic race? Uh, where I'm gonna follow the race. Still not sure if I can do it. I still need to have a look to the flights and stuff. But there is a good possibility that I'm gonna be with them on following the race. And big, big, big announcement. Just hold tight here from the four from before but i'm gonna host and produce the official podcast of the silk road mountain race yes i talked with nelson some month ago and i he gave me the possibility of following this amazing experience i'm gonna do four episodes beforehand and some episode during the race so just from I think middle of July, if I can start doing some stuff properly, but from middle of July, you're gonna get all the episodes of the new season of the Silk Road Mountain Race podcast host by me. So from here, go to uh, everything that I already mentioned, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you are listening to podcasts and look for the Silk Road Mountain Race podcast. And from then on, you are gonna listen to my voice telling stories about this amazing race. Another thing, exactly in the same period that the Silk Road Monte race happens, so um, second part of August, you will probably listen on this channel to the daily or more or less to some content, to some episode of Simon tackling the Hot Route, Hot Route Pyrenees. So also there, Hold on, listen to whatever it comes from this channel and have a look to our social media because something cool is gonna happen in this off-season, vacation season for Broomwagon, but full, full, full of events. I think I've said everything. Ah no, the last thing. The Holy Week 2019 or the Holy Week number two is supported by Puru. P-U-R-U-C-H, I think. Let me check. Yeah, P-U-R-U-C-H on Instagram. Otherwise, P-U-R-U.C-H on website. Because I truly, truly believe that sunscreen and protecting your skin while you are outdoor, riding the bicycle, especially high to the mountains, is pretty important because skin cancer is out there and it's rough and aggressive. So protect your please protect your skin and uh, would whatever but if you want to do it with super cool organic natural sunscreen produced by puru you will find down here a 10 percent discount it's pretty easy maybe i can tell you also how it is is puru p-u-r-u dot c-h slash broomwagon 10 Maybe let me see if it's correct. Yes, you go to puru.ch slash broomwagon10 and you will get 10% discount on the sunscreen or whatever you will find in that um, website. Please do it and please protect your skin What the, with whatever you find around. If you want to do it with Puru, you have a 10% discount. Is I'm not getting any money and get not getting anything from that. Paul, that is the owner of Puro.ch, is a good friend of mine. I just want to raise the awareness of protecting your skin while you are outdoor. Enough of talking. Let's tackle the presentation of the Holy Week. So let's do it from now. 
This is not gonna be probably a tip top Tuesday, but I'm happy because I'm here with Simon. Ciao, Simon. Hello. Ciao, ciao. Well, I would say that it's a long, long, long time that we are not recording together, but I can really put a good word and a safe word for all of you people. We are still friends. And even if you just kidnapped completely my account, I went live with an episode that I didn't know what he was going to talk about. It talked all the time about numbers. But we are still friends. We are still talking. We are still having a lot of fun talking about stuff. We are still going to ride together for the Holy Week number two of this year. Yes, and I'm still trying to convince you to buy a power meter. Uh, but you're, you're mm-hmm. kind of stubborn in that. But we will see. I'm positive that after the Holy Week... You, you understand that it's useful. I can tell you that actually I started having conversation with some friends of mine and uh, talking as well with these friends about power meters of a brand that is not my favorite one. Do you know what I'm talking about, right, Sim? I have no idea. Perfect. I was talking about Garmin <laughs> with some friends <laughs> to actually get some information about the Vectors 3. So I'm in kind of the process of thinking about a power meter, but probably this is going to happen when I'm going to be retired. So in three, four years. Well, you have to start somewhere. Yes, I have to plan actually to my retirement. I'm 38 years old already. Oh, yeah, it's time. <laughs> but, but yeah, so I'm thinking about that. I'm still not in the mood also because how should you uh, link your power meter on a gravel bike, for example? Or what do you mean? How should you link it? You know, because it's different, you know, it's a different way of riding or whatever. And then once that you have a power meter on a bike, you want the power meter in all your bicycles as well as <laughs> in your commuter bike, in your, uh, I don't know, how is the name actually of pedalo in English, but you got what I mean, the boat bike and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to have each power meter for each bicycle and I don't want something that I have to link out and uh, plug in all the time. So, you know. Hmm, okay. Well, you, you can switch it. I mean, I'm switching mine occasionally from the TT bike to the road one. No big deal. Mm-hmm. But you know what but... happened last time that I actually unplugged some uh, uh, pedals from a bike, right? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. No, you need you need something that's not around the pedals. Exactly. <laughs> Stay exactly. away from pedals. Yeah, exactly. For big rings. That's why I bought a bicycle that has one ring and that's it, you know? Thing <laughs> one for it and it's everything fine by the way i felt really really bad because um i talked about that during my one of my episodes about uh iq square this super cheap and super handy uh power meter that you would link between your crank set and uh, your pedal or whatever and it was a project made on uh, indiegogo and kickstarter well they actually got some problems of accuracy or whatever and now they're not building anymore something like this but they're building up some pedals that have more or less the same price of normal pedals power meters so uh-uh. fail Mummer. yes it happens it really happens um well what to say? What to say? Ah, yeah, that we have to talk about the Holy Week. Yeah, uh, I hope so. Yeah, I, I yeah. thought we were talking about how you get screwed with with power meters and trying to put them on pedals and chain rings. Yeah, come on, let's let's start. Let's let's get back on track. So, in the last episode, I've said something that this is gonna be the last episode of the normal season of the Broom Wagon. So. We are going to present 
what is gonna happen on our main, at least my main event, but anyways, the main event of the Broomwagon. That is gonna be the Holy Week. Maybe I can start with a small introduction of the Holy Week. What do you think, Simon? Holy Week 2. Holy Week number two, because everything happened. Uh, maybe a short story here is mandatory. So last year, last season in 2017, to be precise, in 2017, I started this podcast that I called The Broom Wagon. The idea was how to train in a flat city like Berlin is for climbing the mountains. The mountains of that year, so the, the end of the first season in 2018, was actually the Etape du Tour that last year went on the Col de la Colombière and Grand Bernard and stuff like this. So I said, okay, I will start to train in October in my own way. And then I will see how it's going to happen and how it, what is going to be on the Etape du Tour. Then this plan changed completely and, get, and was enriched by so many other things. Because at a certain point, somebody, Donato, came out with the idea and said, okay, but the week before this, uh, the Maratona delle Dolomiti, why don't we do that as well? And then after a couple of no's from my side, I said, no, yeah, 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 okay, let's do that. So it was from Sunday to Sunday, one week. Then there, somebody who is on the other side of the microphone right now got involved and we got a complete setup of this week full of crazy mountains. So from Maratona delle Dolomiti, then we have done uh, Gavia, Mortirolo, Stelvio, and Colle delle Finestre, obviously with some other stages. And at the end was the Etape du Tour. Because it was one week, and because there were a lot of climbs involved, because we are passionate about bicycle, and because during this whole week, we have seen the Holy Mary several times, sometimes also Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's why it was the Holy Week. Makes sense, no? Makes sense, makes sense. Great fun. Yes, great fun. If last year was the Holy Week number one, I mentioned already everything right there. By the way, I will put down there the link on uh, the daily episode that uh, we produced and also the video that Simon produced. But it was great fun with all these things between of that and also was actually uh, the time that I got to meet Simon and I got actually to hate him so much we decided <laughs> to do a Holy Week number two that is going to be more or less with the same pattern this year we are going to be four friends because Luciano is not going to take part but Luis is going to take part on it one main event this year is going to be the Sportful Two different countries. We are going to move between Italy and Slovenia. Hey, I would say eight main climbs, but probably Simon has something to say about that. And I believe that in our seven days, we are going to eat more or less. I think that I just consider it a bit in the lower side. I said here 10 kilos of pasta. I think they're going to be at least 14. Yeah, 10 kilos of pasta in a week. So a kilo and a half per day. You know, it's four people. Yeah, conservative. Conservative <laughs> yeah, plan. But yeah, this is the Holy Week. Holy Week number two. And it's going to be the only thing that is missing here is probably we're going to produce for sure some good content. Would you know that it's going to be some podcasting or whatever? And this is going to be great, great, great fun. Am I missing something, Simon? 
No, we, we, we will miss Luciano, Lucifero. Uh, the, the Belgian counterparty is coming instead of him, so Luciano just changed to Louis. More or less, the name is also similar. We will see, we will see. No, we will miss him a lot, but we are also eager to have uh, a bit more an international atmosphere with this Belgian friend who is coming with us. Uh, the only point is that I think I really, I really gonna miss a friend because Luciano was the one coming with me, being on the bottom of the peloton all the time with Simon and Donato going on front, and yeah, Luciano and me stopping at every corner, having coffee, having chat, having fun, talking about a lot of cool stuff. This year, I'm gonna feel super lonely. Ma, yeah, we will see. I, I think Donato will be of great company in in some climbs. You will see. You will see. And I don't know, this year you started training. Come on, you, you must have made some improvements. Hope so, hope so. I can see actually, I can say that actually thanks to your help, I can feel the legs a bit better, especially in the uphill. It's also the first season that I'm really doing training in the uphills. Mm -hmm. I don't know. For sure, everything is going to be hell, but yeah. <laughs> now, the, the climbs we're going to do, probably they're not as famous as, as the last year ones. So we will not be tackling Stelvio, Gavia, Mortirola and those holy, holy monsters. But I'm pretty much convinced that the ones that we will do, they are very close in terms of scenery. And some of them, I think they are even better. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty positive that you will be surprised by by the sceneries. You remember actually that last year when we were already shaping up the number two because it was clear from the beginning that we would have done something similar again. Um, we were shaping everything up and I said with no doubts at all. Simon, you're gonna take care of next climbs because I know that you know all the nice parts and nice spots of the Alps, especially from your side, so in the west, in the east side of Italy and west part of Slovenia. So I am pretty, pretty sure that you are going to bring us in such in, in fabulous places, in amazing, in amazing landscapes. Yeah, yeah. And th this year we are playing in in my playground, so I'm I'm confident on on the places. I'm scared about that. Don't say your playground. <laughs> you will see. You will see. I'm hyped for sure. Um, we can talk about the climbs, maybe. Um, go freestyle. Go ahead and tell us a couple of words on any kind of climb that we are going to do. Yeah, so we start everything with the Sportful, which is um, more or less the, the last mountain stage of the Giro d'Italia. The, um, the, yeah, the road should be very similar. I think there are some differences, but more or less that's that's the same beast. So you do the Mangen and you do the Rolle, uh, which are the two main climbs in that. And there are other two accessory climbs, <laughs> let's say, the uh, Cima di Campo, which is the first one and another one at the end. But the Mangen is insanely beautiful. Um, it's one of my favorite climbs. Quite long, quite steep, uh, has everything you need in a climb. Um, but yeah, that, that will be the, the sport for Sorry, um, can you tell me more about the, the market, Simon? I remember that you talked about that also with, with Carlo. So in terms of really uh, pure and cold numbers. Oh, pure and cold numbers. Uh, I don't remember precisely, but it should be around 16 kilometers at 8 9%, something like that. Wow, okay. Um, I remember the last time uh, I did it, uh, I found a hailstorm at the top which was not a very good experience. 
Um, so I was descending down the mangan, all frozen, uh, and yeah, it was starting to yeah. It was the road was full of ice that was falling from the sky. It was not very. It was a bit of a traumatic experience. I remember I I was going downhill and I was singing, because if I was singing, I was not thinking about other stuff. Mm-hmm. Which must 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 have been really funny if someone saw me. You know, you see the cyclist going downhill in the hailstorm singing. Uh, but that, that, that was my strategy. Really. And yeah, then after that you have still another twenty kilometers of yeah, it's a bit sweeter uphill towards the Rolle. Uh, and those are the two main climbs of the um, of the sport. But everyone will see that in the in the last mountain stage of the Giro d'Italia. So uh, actually, has already seen them if we are airing this on the day that I think we do. Yes, yes, yes. Because it's gonna so just as usual to put everything in the right context. Today, for us that we are recording is Wednesday, the twenty ninth of May, and the Mangan is gonna be on Saturday, as I remember, so the first of June. And this episode is gonna happen is gonna be on Tuesday, the fourth of June. So yeah, people already seen it and they know what we are heading to. So yeah, after the after the sportful, uh, we, we need to recover a little bit. Um, we will recover, uh, have some baths, or we will see what we what we will do. And then we'll head towards the Monte Grappa, which is another beast of 1,500 meters of positive <laughs> positive altitude to be gained during the climb. Um, I'm pretty sure that we will do more than one Monte Grappa. Uh, I don't know if you if you agree. I don't know. I'm in your hands, boy. So yeah, but one is just you know you do it those an hour and, and well, let's say an hour and a half if you take it take it easy, and then then what you do you, you you're done for the day. You know you do another one, no? Yes, exactly. So we do a couple of Monte Grappa. We've done the same with the Stelvio, so why not? Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. Actually, it can be. It's it's pretty similar actually, from from some point of view. I prefer the scenery from the Monte Grappa. But we'll see. And it has some parts that are very steep. Um, depends. I think that on the Monte Grappa, there are nine roads that lead to the top. Nine different ones. I think one of them is gravel. I'm not sure. We are going to do that. Uh, I'm going to bring my explorer. No, we're not going to do that. No, we didn't. If you want, we can do the other eight, but we're not doing that one. Okay. So just... So let me do a shout out here. People, if somebody is close to the Monte Grappa, so close to Bassano and all these places here, and you want to make the climb, the gravel climb with me, tell me that you have a gravel bike. I'm going to jump on it and I'm going to do also that one. Probably the rest day for everybody. <laughs> but I think that I really know that after a bit of riding only on the road or whatever, I'm going to feel a bit the pressure to, uh, to really shred some gravel path. You have no idea how steep it is, that thing. Yeah. But, but, but you, you will discover, you will okay. discover. I'm, I'm positive on that. Okay, okay. We'll, I will probably do the, um, the, the Semonzo side. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about the second. Um, the Salto della Capra is pretty interesting one, but has some parts at 16% or something like that. Okay. But there's another side which is via degli alpini which is crazy uh, i think uh, my garmin at a point 
was telling me 28%. I was going 400 watts and I was going five kilometers per hour. Uh, it was not a good experience. Don't bring me there. No, no, that's, that's I, I don't want to do it again. Um, there are some other ones that are interesting. Uh, I tried some. I still miss two or three of them. But the Semonzo for sure will do. And we will for sure will not do the Romano de Zerino because it's like going up on a on a highway. I, I just uh, no, no. doesn't Probably nice for, for descending because it's safe, but no, I prefer like narrow roads that you feel you're you're alone on the mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely agree with that. And uh, yeah, do you want to bring with us as well on the Monte Grappa? As I've read, there is actually a monument on the Partisan, uh, on the Resistance. Ah, yeah, yeah. On, on the top. On the top, it's um, all around the Monte Grappa, there are some trenches and uh, let's say some remains from the world war um, and it's it's possible actually to, to see them and uh, to also go hiking a little bit um, maybe if we stop for for lunch somewhere close uh, we can we can hike to see a little bit of history also perfect um, but all around should be a lot of fun you will see you discover new places and Every time I finish at the top of the Monte Grappa, I steal a newspaper or something to put it under under my vest so I, I can descend safely. Okay. It's, it always surprises you how cold it can become. Okay, okay, okay. Ciccone did it yesterday on the top of the, of the Mortirolo. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Chicone. Chicone was so hype at the top that he took the the anti raincoat and he just threw it I don't away. Know why it happened, I think he was pissed because of something. Yeah, he was pissed because he couldn't put it on at the first try, ah. and he just said, "Fuck, fuck it, you know, I'm I don't need this. It doesn't work for me. I'll take some it's newspaper. Give me newspapers, and it's gonna work." Yeah, well, you know, Chicone is that kind of guy. He's very impulsive but yeah he yeah. made it so it was uh, like magic yes it is actually like it's like his sister like madonna luis veronica Chico. <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry bad job monte grappa monte grappa so it's done after the monte grappa we'll move we'll move to actually my my region we will move to friuli venezia giulia and we'll move to to slovenia mm-hmm. And there we have some pretty good stuff to to see. We'll be based in Bovets, which is in the northeast, northwest, sorry, of, of Slovenia. A very small village, around two thousand people, but it's so magic, it's so beautiful. And then we have probably my favorite climb of of them all. So the Mangard is insanely beautiful. Uh, we'll do the Mangard and uh, soon after the Vršić, uh, which is another quite funny climb because once a year they do it with the Graziella. With, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there are some there are some events that they do on a yearly basis. I think it's also sponsored by Red Bull. Uh, really? But it's, it's pretty much a funny event, and yeah, people go up there, have fun, have a few beers, enjoy. And uh, yeah, that will be one. Then we will we will do the the Matayur, uh, which was in the Giro d'Italia. Did it three years ago, four years ago? Mm-hmm. Monte Maggiore in Italian. Ah, okay. Um, 
Yep. And after that, probably we'll move a little bit uh, also to, to Friuli. Probably we'll try the San Simeone because I, I really like it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's full of switchbacks. No, I really like it. And it's usually, it's a super good um, bitter, alcoholic, whatever, coming from tour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay. Okay. No, it's, it's close to San Daniele, so where they make the, the ham. I can't wait for that. So the area around there is, is, is pretty convenient. We'll we have a good time on the San Simeone. And if it's not the San Simeone, we'll probably do the Crostis. Okay. Which is, uh, I think it's harder. Um, well, I'm not so happy about the Crostis, but I'm pretty happy about the other one. I think that's it. What do you prefer between the two? Which one do you prefer? No, I, I, I think I prefer the San Simeone. Um, because it's so nice, you just have the switchbacks one after the other, so it's it's funny to ride. You go left, you go right. the The crosses probably has uh, better scenery. Uh, it's way more difficult, uh, but it's not so fun. The other one is just I remember it was fun to drive up on that thing. Uh, Simon, hmm. I think that we're missing something. No, that's it. No, 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 no. We're missing the one. No. <laughs> no. See, 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 Simon, we are missing the one. Uh... Last year, Donato and yourself, you have made the second, probably, most difficult climb in Italy, if not in Europe. But this year, we are... Taking... The second? Last year, yes. This year, we are... Taking... Ah, the Mortirolo. Exactly. This year, we're going to tackle the king. Uh, so we really have to do it. It was not only a joke. Uh, Simon, I would avoid it really, really with a lot of pleasure. But uh, are you going to tell it to Donato? I cannot bear on doing it. Yeah, no, I, I thought you could uh, tell no, him. No, no, but uh, the point is that no, we, we have to tell it. Yeah. We have to, to, to change the plans and to tell it both to Donato and Louis, um, which yeah. I, I don't know if I want to risk it. If, if I, I don't know in which way do I want to risk my life, either tell them or to go on the actual climb. Uh, Simon, I'm still trying to understand if uh, which kind of um, ring I have to put, so a ring on the crank set I have to put in my 3T Strada for the Zonkolan. Tell me, because if we are not going to do it, I'm going to keep my 40. Otherwise, I need to put it at 32 probably. <laughs> No, 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 we're doing it. We're doing it. So the the last and the most uh, relevant climb of the Holy Week two will be the Zonkolan. Yes, we will die. We'll re we will regret it for sure. But we're we're gonna try it. Yes, I wanted to ask you, how is it actually? Is just tough that you want just to die on any single pedal stroke, or you have also some spirit reward when you're arriving to the top because you have a good scenery, a good view, good panoramic point of view whatever. You, you can have good you can you can have everything you want but you just know it's just a, a a very bad idea the zonkolan is a very bad idea you know after after the first 15 minutes you think yeah, yeah you know it's it's not that bad as they tell it the problem is that the real climb starts after some 20 minutes <laughs> because the, the after the first three kilometers or so it's 
yeah, it's meh, okay, like 12%, then 8, then 13, then 14, then 10, then 9. And after a while, there is a, there's a gate uh, which tells something like, uh, welcome to hell. Uh-huh. And after that, you start 6 kilometers at an average of 17%. No way, 17. Just 16.7, if it makes you feel okay. better. Okay. It's six kilometers. It never ends. It really never ends. And you have to stay there for, you know, you you can be as fast as you want, but if Froome managed to do it in some 45, 40 minutes, uh, it's not that you're going to do it in 25. So, (laughs) Exactly. It's going to take one hour and a half, I think, more or less, maybe two. If you go walking, probably, yes. Uh, Two hours are feasible. Uh, if you go on the bike, uh, yeah, probably the same. Oh, okay, yeah, 155, 157. <laughs> okay, so yeah, this is going to be people you're going to see actually that this is going to happen on the Thursday of the Holy Week. No, I don't have a calendar in my in front. Now, you remember uh, Carlo, the, um, the friend who was with us on the, um, on the training camp in Gran Canaria? Si, 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 si. I remember him. Yeah, so he was, he was racing at um, a youth level uh, when he was in high school or, or so. He was actually very good. With, he was racing along with some people that are now professionals. And uh, during my university years, I brought him to the Zoncolan. Uh, I was not. I didn't uh, cycle in those in those days, but I really wanted to do it because they did it on the Giro d'Italia, and so. So um, I was around 23 or 24 or 22. I was really in good shape, uh, but not for cycling. And I remember I didn't manage to climb it. Uh, I stopped at half and came came down. Carlo instead managed to climb it uh, because also he was he just finished doing his races uh, probably the year before a couple of years before, so he was quite a strong cyclist, and he came down. He told me, you know, I prefer to do twice uh, the hardest climb I know rather than once the Zonkola. Okay, and that's that's pretty much sums it up for me. I'm scared now, but is there... So we are going to do it on Thursday, the 20th of June. And my calendar says that this is the Corpus Christi day. So exactly, we will know what this kind of celebration, Christian celebration is, I believe. I don't want to go into blasphemy, but you will see out of Christie. I think that I've said already this thing a couple of times during this podcast, and probably once I told it also to you. I remember once I was... So there is this TV show. They were used to have it. I think it was still in videotapes or really beginning, end of the 90s or stuff like this, where there were um, Cassani, now is the coach of the Italian team, national team. Then Boglia, or Broglia, do you remember? Another pro cyclist. And they were climbing all the biggest and the coolest climb around the Alps. They started from Italy, and then they moved to other countries. First season, it was all in Italy. And they decided to do as well the Zoncolan. And for making this episode that you can find on YouTube or whatever, to find this episode, um, for climbing this Zoncolan to make uh, on this episode, they actually asked Basso to go up 
Yeah. Ah, yeah, I remember that episode. I remember it now. It was super, it was super cool. cool. And I remember that Cassani said something pretty, pretty, pretty sharp, but smart. He said, there is no church and no uh, any kind of Jesus Christ or whatever, because usually on top of a climb, you usually find a small village with a church. He said, you're not going to find any church there, but a lot of people can see the Holy Mary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I confirm that. So I think it's going to be funny. I'm pretty sure. Good, good. Um, I like this attitude. Uh, it really tells me that you never did. No, 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 never, never, never. And I think I, that I'm gonna, if I can, I'm gonna do it, do it this time and not anymore. So, oh, yeah, that's. It's, I think it's. Yeah. I remember Donato that is gonna join us as well for the Holy Week, also for this year. He told me the first time he was with you, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was three years yes. ago. Yeah, I, I was still living in Berlin. So yes, three or four years ago. And he told me, I'm not going to do it anymore because this kind of climb is only suffering. There's nothing cool on that. Uh, yeah, just uh, at a point, I think that uh, the whole climb, I think, has around nine kilometers, which seems pretty a small number, but doesn't tell the whole story. So uh, towards the end, uh, at a point, the 17% gradient stops. And you just feel that you're on the flat. Uh, just the bike starts going so well. Uh, it's everything is so easy and, and smooth. Then you look down at the computer, and you see that the actual gradient where you are in that moment is like 10, 11 percent, and you just feel like you're on the flat. You you experience it. It's it, it's, uh, it's okay. Okay, I can't wait for that. I wanted to ask you if there is any possibility for us to do the San Boldo Pass as well in Veneto. But you told me already no. So, mm-hmm. well, if you want to do it instead of a recovery day, feel free. Okay, no, because actually I've seen a lot of images this year about that, and I think that there is also one kind of sector that is also gravel. I don't know, probably I'm going to do it. Also, people that are in Veneto, if you want to come with me on doing the Monte Grappa and uh, the San Boldo, probably I have to do it in the same day, so when it's going to be a recovery day, well, give me a shout and give me a gravel bike and I'm going to come with you. Probably it's going to be on the Monday, on Monday, yes. So, yeah, let me know. But this in, this in general, if someone from the, the from the listeners wants to join us for some stages... You can feel free to. We'll we'll list the schedule, uh, and yep. yep. Then that's it. Uh, mm, let's move forward, and then at the end we're gonna also put all our contact where people can find us and when people can get all the information. So anybody that wants to join us can do that. We talked about the mountains. So we talked about what's the Holy Week. We talked about the mountains. We briefly talked about the sportful. I told you the story on how we decided to do the sportful. And actually, was something that I think Donato decided. Something like, okay, if we have done the Baratona del Dolomiti in 2018, 2019, it must go a bit harder. So let's go and do uh, the sportful. I think it's fine, but let's see. What do you think? Did you see what we are going to do? Do you know what is the sport for you have any? I, I think you didn't really realize what you signed up I for. I can tell you that probably I didn't realize what I signed up for, but you didn't sign up at all yet. But I will. <laughs> don't worry about that. Uh, I'm coming. I'm coming. No, I, but man, seriously, it's like 200 kilometers and 5,000 
positive meters of altitude. Okay, how many did we uh, do last year on the Maratona delle Dolomiti? 160, 140 for 4,000. Yeah, just think you had a Passo Giao at the end. Mm. Yes. It's appealing. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yes. No, actually, I did uh, more or less the recon of, of that stage uh, a couple of years ago with a few friends. And yeah, it's the good thing is that it's it's doable. It doesn't have very steep uh, parts when where you just die. So you can take your own rhythm and go. But yeah, the, we will have to really eat a lot because the winner... Uh, takes about six hours 30 so i hope to stay around the seven hours 30 area uh, in seven hours 30 you have to eat quite some stuff i believe i'm gonna stay on the bike at least 10 11 hours really no not joking really now i'm getting serious but the cool thing that i've been seeing because i have now in front of myself the altitude so the map of the altitude and i can see one two three four five six seven included the end so six on the route six food points so it's fine six in 2000, yeah. in 210 kilometers, it means, uh, say, 12, 18, one every 37, 38 kilometers. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Now we will do a, a big carbo load before before the race. Yeah, so we're going to eat a couple of kilos of pasta. That, that will cover yeah. us. We're going to be three, right? So we're going to eat two kilos of pasta and it's going to be fine. Yeah, 600 grams. Yeah, yeah. should be okay makes sense makes sense but yeah i think it's gonna be great fun also that one but what are we gonna do during this holy week apart from obviously eating climbing having fun and telling jokes well i would say that i'm gonna sweat it's crazy for sure i need to lose some kilos that i didn't have the opportunity to lose it uh this year i don't know why i was super stressed from work that's why i got some kilos i think that i am from my really base weight, I'm four kilos overweight, more or less. So how much do you weigh now? I weigh 77. And you are 178, 180 tall? Uh, yeah, 178, I think, 179. Mm. Yeah, I should be 72, around 72, 73. Last year, when we have done the Holy Week, I was 69, by the way. You are 69? Yeah, but this was really not enough, really. Hmm. I just I, I was super scared because I would I would I've never done any any climb and nothing at that time and so I said okay the only thing that I can do instead of strengthening my my muscles I can just I don't know uh, get as light as I can but I got um, at that time I I was used to have less watts in my legs. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm the same height as you, but uh, I'm around 65, 66 kilograms. I'm now I'm trying to lose. One or two. I was around 67. Now I should be 66 or 65. Well, pretty much okay for long climbing days. Uh, if I manage to go to 64, it would be ideal. But below that, I just don't care too much. Yeah, but for sure, as I was saying, sweating is going to be one thing. Eating pasta, as you teach, as you taught me. So it's going to be a thing. And yeah, I'm going to produce a daily podcast because it's funny anyways. If you're not putting it on records, it's not cool, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, the, the, the daily podcast will be pretty fun, I guess. Uh, also, we'll, you'll be able to follow our adventure and see our <laughs> our problems that we'll find daily on 
on those on those climbs. We can actually put also something on on Instagram when we are progressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for sure. That's for sure. People should actually follow us on uh, on that. I can tell you that if we can take all this conversation as well, talking about the production of media that we are gonna do. We are going to, as I was saying, the daily podcast is there. I still need to try to understand which recorder to take with me. Probably I'm going to take the both. Uh, we are going to make a video that you are going to edit and produce it. I'm just putting the effort, something like the duties on yourself. So the video. Um, yeah, thank you. I, I appreciate it. So I, now I also have, apart from climbing, I also have to make a video. Good. I have to, because you are so light, I have to put some extra weight on your bicycle. So that's why I go and all these things. <laughs> No, but th this year we'll be filming in two people. Also, Louis has a GoPro, so it will not be only only on me. Okay, okay. I think I'm going to bring also my camera, not with the GoPro, but for example, on days like the Monte Grappa and stuff like this, I'm going to put my, I'm going to take a camera with me. No, but then then there there will be also some some things off the bike, uh, which, however, yeah, have some things in common with the bike as a side activity. And we will see also how how Calamaro behaves in, in those areas. Yeah, what is going to happen, Simon? You cannot leave people in that way. <laughs> no, uh, when we'll be in Slovenia, in Bovets, um, there is a very beautiful river mm -hmm. uh, called Socha or Isonzo in Italian. Okay, so there is this river, which is pretty nice, and um, it's born on the top of a beautiful mountain, very small, and then rushes down towards the Adriatic Sea in Italy. So it comes from Socha, changes the name to Isonzo, which is the same in, in Italian way. And on the top part of it, it's very steep, very narrow. It's like a very small river. Um, and we'll probably try uh, canyoning there. Wow. So we'll get some sub uh, vests and yeah, we'll just jump around the river, down the rocks. Hey, can, are you still there? Yes. <laughs> I was just dreaming about the canyoning. <laughs> it's either canyoning or it's rafting, but rafting, I think it's boring. You know, it's everyone can do rafting. It's a lot of places do it, but canyoning is more, more appealing to me. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Okay. So yeah, that's, that's the thing. And yeah, you, you didn't mention, but actually, I'm going on these climbs to train. Uh, so they're, they're really long climbs. Uh, I can do a lot of stuff. I can manage my watts in, in various ways, and it can be very, very helpful for me because I, I also take this opportunity to prepare myself for, for the event that I'm targeting. So we noticed I have the out route. And I want to arrive there prepared. So this would be like a week of climbing which is somehow similar if you subtract the yeah the the agonistic part of the out route so the competitive side but still there is some long hours on the bike and this would be a proxy of it well yes no we talked about that i remember in um, an episode where we talked about your training and stuff yeah i believe that for you it's going to be super good because it's going to be a decent and a solid amount of meters of altitude plus kilometers but in a bit more relaxed way and also with some side events. And yeah, well, in the relaxed way. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not going to go up on those hills slow. I'm, I'm going to do my training. So I, I know, I know. But the thing is, 
you're not gonna have at least with us you're not gonna have anybody of us chasing you for the position oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's from the psychological point of view it will be completely super but yeah from from the physical way i think for me it will be it will be quite tough i, I mean I, I want to make it tough for myself so i will uh, yeah, uh, I'm suicidal in the mornings. <laughs> okay, but I can tell you that anyways, it's going to be tough for everybody of us. So no worries, you're going to be in a good company. Yes. Talking about the company, who is going to take part on that, Simon? Okay, so Donato, who was present also last year. Yes. So Super strong rider. Yeah. Really, really, really. Strong rider. Um, yeah, uh, a guy from the southern Italy that moved that will move to northern Italy to climb in the mountains will be will be fun. Uh, last year he was very hot about pizzoccheri. It's true, it's true. <laughs> it was the name. I still remember that. We'll see what food he will discover this year and if we'll fall in love with some new dishes. Yes. yes. And then we have uh, we have Louis, uh, which is a Belgian student. Uh, I met him in here in, in Bologna because he was uh, I think he's doing an Erasmus or an exchange or something similar. And he was simply just looking for yeah, people uh, that know a little bit of cycling in, in the area. So, so we met, uh, we became friends, and we started to cycle around uh, the hills in Bologna. Uh, pretty, pretty cool to have uh, a wider international audience. So this is... How old is he? I think it's a uh, good question. He's a student, so he must be 22, 23, it. around that. Damn it. It's going to be, yeah, you know, young guns are going to be on the road. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 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 you know, he's Belgian. He's probably never seen a hill longer than five kilometers. <laughs> yes, but it's going to yeah. be super spoiled in terms of beer. Can you offer him some good beers? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, especially in the, um, in the Zonkolan area, there are some, some good breweries. Well, you see, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have to to think about beer. Also, in um, in Feltre, where where we are for the sport food, there is the Pedavena. That's true. Um, that's another brewery, which is which is okay. Yeah, so we are adding the beer elements to the Brunwagon team with with a Belgian guy. Yeah, that's a positive point of view. Yes, yes, yeah, beer. I remember. So also, yeah, sorry, people, if I really go on sometimes and go on the side, but actually, why? It happened. I think that I never told this story. Why it happened that I called this podcast Brunwagon? Pretty easy. Brunwagon. Brunwagon, sorry. Um, uh, during my first, yeah, I've made my first podcast was not Brunwagon, but it was um, Spin Cake. From short spins and cakes to fix the 42 World Championship. You see, I still remember the headline. So it was myself training for a fixed gear race. That is the world champ, the unofficial world championship of fixed gear happens in Berlin every year. This year is not going to happen in Berlin because of some organizational thing. I think it's going to happen in Hamburg. But anyways, this is a really really cool race, and uh, I invited also Donato, by the way, to make it happen with me. And he finished. I didn't because at a certain point I just got a super super weird uh, gear ratio, so I was spinning too much. I had to put a 52-13, uh, and on the other side, I got a 38-17, so I was really bouncing all the time. And then when once I got into the city, after a couple of sharp curves and stuff like this, I said, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to stop here. And I jumped into the broom wagon. 
Well, that's the reason why I call the podcast, the second uh, podcast, The Broom Wagoon, that now is at the end of the second season. And actually, I called it that way because I have the clear memory that the only place where you could get a normal beer, regular beer with alcohol inside, was the Broom Wagon of the Fixed 42 World Championship. At the end, there was only alcohol-free beer. So I said, okay, beers and broom vegans are the perfect things. Or I'm going to call my second podcast beer or broom vegan. So I decided for broom vegan. I think if you called it beer, it would be a little bit difficult to find it, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Just think about, okay, what's the name? Okay, you know, I'm a podcast producer. Okay, what's the name of your podcast? Beer. Really? Beer. Beer. Cycling. Okay. <laughs> Beers and cyclists. Perfect thing. Cool. So, okay, Donato and Luis, and then it's going to be you and me, Simon, the two of us. Exactly. Exactly. going to meet so much because you're going to start later than us, and I can. I have no choices and no hopes or catching you up on the uphills. But, you know, the yin and the yang, because I can place Donato and Luis a bit more in the middle of the old scale where on the top, on top of it, something like the cyclist that takes, take care about numbers, pretty serious on training, pretty serious on nutrition. You know, you are the same age, but you are 10 kilos less than me. Uh, Taking very, very serious, most of the things cycling related. And then there is myself that I don't care about nothing and just got to discover that tomorrow morning I have a ride at eight o'clock in the morning and I thought it was later. So... (laughs) And uh, I didn't eat so much tonight because I didn't have time. So I've eaten just a sandwich and tomorrow I'm going to die. I just have two bars for 150 kilometers of ride for tomorrow. I hope it's going to be enough. Otherwise, I have to stop at the bar and uh, eat some sneakers. You know, yin and yang, who's, who talks and who makes kilometers. But in the middle, they're going to be Donato and Luis. And anyways, we're going to catch up really good together as usual. So. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty positive about this. As you mentioned, we're pretty much the opposite and, and different. So we have the same height in common. So you are around 74, you said, kilograms. Yes. I'm around 66, 65, yeah. 65 probably now. Uh, what per kilo? I'm around 4.8 to 5. Uh, you, you don't even have a power meter, so that doesn't work for you. No, no. Uh, I like long climbs and do it them all out. You like gravel. I also like, <laughs> climbing. I also like climbs. And 25 kilometers, 30 kilometers climbs is something that I really like, but at my own pace. Okay. Okay, okay. And then we have the profiles of Donato and Louis, which uh, Donato, I think, is our same height. No? More or less, more or less. I think he's heavier than me at the moment, though. Uh, the weight of Donato is a big question mark. I, did, I think it changed pretty much during the past pre- yeah, 12 months. Uh, I think he he's on the positive side this year. So, But, uh, you know, there's still a month, no, half a month to it. The, the weight of Donato is a mystery. Uh, we don't know what it is now. We don't know what will be at the beginning of the Holy Week. We have no idea what will be at the end of the Holy Week. <laughs> uh, no, for sure. And yeah, then we have also... Uh, we, we have to see how is Donato prepared this year because um, I'm, I'm pretty confident that you will be able to do them. I'm not so confident that it will be a challenge for Donato. Uh, he was... A little bit lazy this this winter. Now he started to to go back on on the bike and kicked it quite a little bit. But he's 
he have to do some effort in the last part uh, before the, the Holy Week to to be able to to enjoy it. Because if you come in a, in a very bad shape, you just don't enjoy something like a Holy Week. You're just suffering all the time. Um, I'm actually yeah. at the moment I'm on Donato's Strava. Do you want to know what I see? Yeah, 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 just spying a little bit. Okay, Donato at day two month, actually day two years. So we have just said that is the 29th of May at the moment, 11.02 p.m. Donato has done 991.7 kilometers, 34 hours and 21 minutes on the bike. Elevation gain in level thousand, decent. In total, eleven rides. Eh, sorry, eighteen rides. The last ride that he has done. But I, I think he doesn't put the turbo trainer. Okay. okay. The, is is he doing it? I think so. I mean, he bought okay. it. Okay. Because the last ride that I can see here is a ride from the May the sixteenth, twenty-seven point five kilometers. 568 meter altitude positive. Hmm. Instead, your numbers, how much do you have in distance, time, no rides? I have 107 hours, almost 108. Uh, for 2,168.2 kilometers, I'm missing 20 kilometers of the last couple of days. And uh, do you want to know something else? 31,706 mm. meters of altitude. Okay, how many rides you said? 78. Mm. Yeah, pretty, pretty consistent, yeah, no? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm trying to ride pretty, pretty consistently. Actually, sorry if you can hear some noise. Something that I want to do right now. I'm just opening up. I hope that nobody of my colleagues listen to that. But I'm opening up my working computer where I actually, okay, obviously, I open the computer from the work and tells me Excel crashed. I know why. I was working with Excel the whole day. Um, I actually um, installed here in the browser of the computer of my job um, an extension for Chrome, and the name of it is Elevate for Strava. And if Ah, I know it. It's beautiful. It compares you also years, year to yes, year. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but but just to com to complete the overview of the various riders that will be at the Holy Week. So the la the last one is Louis, Belgian guy, young guy, student, full of energy. Uh, actually, a quite a, a very good a good rider. And I think this year I'm now looking on Strava. He has around 2,000 kilometers oh, wow. and 36 rides. It's not a lot. It's not a lot, but I can tell you that this guy... And it's not a lot, but I can say that he has a really, really decent number of uh, kilometers per ride. Then, because 38 for 2,000 kilometers yeah, yeah, yeah. is kind of an average yeah. of 70, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you should revisit a little bit your maths, but it's okay. Come on, 70 times 38, it's 2,600, probably, yes, probably 65, 60, 60. <laughs> yeah, around 60 yeah. something. Um, yeah, I'm checking at the moment my Elevate for Strava and last year at this time, so 
29th of May, I had done 2,162. Well, right now I have 2,168. But I can tell you that last year I didn't calculate anything on my commuting because it was everything flat. Hmm. So probably I have kind of, uh, I would say, four or 500 less kilometers last year if I count the, uh, the commuting. Well, not too bad. Yes, but I want to check another thing, if you can give me one second. Like, here you go. This guy, Simon, from the Broom Vagoon podcast. Um, so, uh, people out there, do you want to know how many kilometers Simon had ridden this year? Yes, yes. Okay, Simon's numbers. 7,244.9 kilometers. Did you upload also the Swift of tonight? Yes, you did. Uh, yes, yes. yes. You, tonight, you yes. just tonight, you have done something like one hour and 40 minutes of trainer. So, 7,244.9. I did two races. Exactly. 7,244.9 Ks. 270 hours and 46 minutes. 88 point eighty thousand nine nine four so almost ninety ninety thousand meters of altitude for one hundred and fifty eight a fifty four rides well if we can figure it out that last year you finished the year with sixteen sixteen thousand kilometers I think that you are on your way to crash the twenty thousand for this year right no no I'm I'm targeting only hours uh, to be honest, I don't target kilometers. I target this year 700 hours, which I think it's probably, I'll probably average around 25 kilometers per hour, something like that. Um, so, sir, I think I'll finish around 18,000, 17, 18,000, okay. probably. Okay, okay, okay. Well, just we gave you people a shape on how which one is the different way. Anyways, don't be faked and tricked by the numbers from Donato, even if it's the one that has written on paper less kilometers than everybody else is really, really way, way more talented and trained than myself. So, no, Donato is indeed a strong rider, but I told you he needs to, he doesn't have to underestimate the Holy Week. No, he's not going to do it. He's not going to do it. He's actually repeating every fucking day that we are going to die, I'm going to die, you don't know how much I wait, and blah, 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 blah. He knows it, but he's going to be strong as usual. I'm pretty confident on that. Uh, I was telling him also last year that he's going to die. I was telling him since the day one. <laughs> Today you're going to die, Donato. Today you're, you're going to suffer a lot. Yeah, but the main was actually during the Colle delle Finestre, right? You, to you start telling him something like three three days before, before the Mortirolo, you started telling him, you're going to die on the Colla delle Finestre. I'm going to kill you on Colla delle Finestre. You are going to see. But he was actually sprinting as crazy also after that. I remember that he almost... Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, it's true. This is a strong one. I really, really put a lot of uh, good hopes on him. And then going to be riding alone for the old time. So, yeah. Uh, we said, okay, presentation of the riders. You have a good point of view a good picture of it but where people can find us where people can find us okay uh, i'm present on on strava i'm present also on instagram uh gergole is the the tag the name you, you'll put it somewhere right yes i'm gonna put everything in the and, but yeah we, there. good i know 
And on Instagram, we also put stories through Calamaro CC, uh, which is the main uh, the main account yes. uh, for for the Holy Week too, uh, which will be the the hashtag for for those days. Yes. So so hashtag the Holy Week too. Yeah, two in number. So hashtag the Holy Week too, and then down you will find sgergole. Uh, Instagram.com slash sgergole and then Instagram.com slash calamarocc you know it um, what else Strava also if I believe let me double check this with you people in real life I believe that if you write broom vegan in the athletes you will find the first two is Simon and myself I don't know why you are first but Simon and myself. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, probably because you are Summit Pro, Strava, whatever. I refuse to do that. I'm actually, I have yeah, no, no, it's account. not because of that. I just have the Pro account only on Komoot because it helps me on shaping some good rides. Uh, for number stuff, I'm not a pro. But actually, if you write down Broom Vagoon or Broom Vagoon podcast on Strava, you will find the first two is us, Stefan and Simon. Pretty easy. Um, other channels so okay our Instagram account our Strava account hashtag the only week two two in number everywhere then the daily episode easy as usual Spreaker uh, Spreaker Spotify Apple Podcast Google Podcast look for Broom Vagon uh, I think I'm gonna write something as well during uh, in the next days uh, I'm gonna put the plan I'm gonna put the rides probably or more or less the mountains I'm gonna put also a small embedded play player with uh, the Holy Week number one that is gonna be completed also with the Holy Week number two with all the podcasts so if you go on Calamaro CC the first story there is gonna be about our Holy Week number two and you're gonna find all the news there especially the new episode now don't wait everybody for me to post on instagram and then go live with the podcast and then writing also something on twitter or whatever it's not gonna happen i'm gonna be exhausted but for sure every day you're gonna find an episode and every day you're gonna find a lot of picture at the hashtag the holy week number two and Going back to the conversation that we were having at the beginning and the thing that Simon was saying at the beginning, if you want to ride with us, we are going to put more or less, once that Simon finalized it, we are going to put more or less the all plan of the Holy Week. And if you are around on this Holy Week, on the geographically on what we are going to do, just write us, as I was saying, Instagram, you will find us there. Strava, if you want, you will find us there. On Calamaro CC, I think that they have a comment section. Otherwise, hello at calamaro.cc. That is the email. If you want to write with us, just write me there and uh, write us there and you will find we will find a spot for you. And if you want to invite me on any gravel ride, write me something there. I'm going to take the time to do that. Anything else? No, I think we're good. Then, yeah, we'll probably publish something also on YouTube just for, for the fun uh, with the video, but that will come... I need some time to to make the, to, to the actual video, so I'm not gonna be working on it, uh, yeah, in, immediately during the Holy Week. I think it will be in probably in the in the following week or something like yes, that. Yes, uh, and this is gonna be for sure on YouTube, and I'm gonna put it as well in uh, the Facebook page of Calamaro CC. That is Calamaro CC, I think.
Just look for Calamaros on Facebook and you will find it. Anyways, everything is going to be here around. Uh, another thing, small, small, small thing that I want to mention is that um, during this Holy Week, I think it's also a brand new thing. I just mentioned it really briefly to Simon before. Um, during this Holy Week, we are going to receive the support of, yes, a cosmetic company. So the question of Simon here would be, would be why a cosmetic company, right, Simon? Well, um, I I know you have a glorious beard. Yes, I do. Uh, glorious beard, but I, I think I can relate it to that. Yes, it's more or less that, but not completely that. It's just a friend of mine, Paul. Uh, he actually um, produces cosmetic thing, and actually I asked him to give us the support of some sunscreen because we are gonna climb up to the Alps and we are gonna be exposed all day long to really really strict and powerful sun and everybody knows that protect your skin from the sun especially in period of pollution like this and the um, dangerous sun rays and stuff like this it's important to cover your skin with that especially if you are completely waxed and with not uh, with not any hair on your body like i do apart from my beard because yeah i wax myself and then i have also no hair so i'm completely bald and it's important to cover yourself with sunscreen and we're going to talk about that i'm talking with paul also to get a discount on the creams and the sunscreen for the summer and this is going to be so we are not receiving any support in terms of money or in terms of nothing we want just to um let people have a bit more of eye and a bit more sensibility on which problem you can get while riding and being outdoor the whole time. Skin cancer is out there. Skin cancer is something really, really tough uh, to destroy and to take out from your body if something happens. So the best thing to do is to prevent it with sunscreen. This is the support that we are going to get. And we are going to talk about that every single day because you need to use the sunscreen. Um, yeah. No, I, I agree on that. I mean, you, once you get some burn, you remember it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. it's not something very cool. No, 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 no. So I really would love to stress this point as much as we can. And this is a way that we can actually put a bit of sensibility on people on that. But yeah, as I would say, I'm going to communicate everything. If I can get the agreement with Simon for you to get a discount on the sunscreen will be super great. Otherwise, just go out. I hope that Paul doesn't listen to that. Just go out and buy any kind of sunscreen and put it in your soul, in your skin while you're going out because it's pretty dangerous. I think that we arrived at the end of the episode, but we need actually to say the last thing about the future of this year after the Holy Week. What is going to happen after the Holy Week for you, Simon, in this summer? Uh, all my efforts now are starting to concentrate to the hot route. So um, I'm really looking forward to the race in, in August. Um, I have some races uh, around um, some in, in June. Um, I think I'll probably go to the Fausto Coppi at the end of June. Um, I will go to some other ones around um, north, north, northern Italy, in, uh, in also in July. And then I think I have a prudential ride in London, which should be great fun. Uh, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it's the first week of August or second or something around that. But yeah, that's 
we will see the, the last part uh, of the training for for the big event and for for August should be should be lots of fun, lots of mountains and long rides. Hopefully, if the weather in Italy decides to change and switch from November to actual May or June. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't know. Probably can happen that actually we just um, switched over. Uh, a bit the time so because it's raining and snowing still in Italy and now we are almost June probably it's gonna stay sunny till November December well I hope so because in this moment I feel I really like feel the the willingness to go and search for mushrooms which is not normally June no 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 and I hope we will that we will not find any snow on top of the climbs this year on the whole right now the situation is it's not so positive uh, because, yeah, the, the Gavia on the Giro d'Italia, you've seen the, the story. So it's impossible to go up there. Yes. It's meters and meters of snow. And I don't know what's the situation right, right now on the Mangan, but, it's not you know, those, those, those places are 2,000 meters high. Um, but I hope that the situation will be okay, but... Would not be too too big of a surprise if we face some problems. I hope not. Yes, I'm 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 scared a little bit of yeah of the Magen and the Rolle, but we will we will see on on Sunday how it is with the Giro d'Italia, and I hope it will not get worse from from that point. Yes, it should not. Actually, I was supposed tomorrow morning to go out for a ride and go into the Clausen Pass. I think it's two thousand and four hundred meters of altitude, the stuff like this. But there is dangerous at the moment right so we decided not to go there we're gonna go in something a bit shorter uh, so something like i think tomorrow we're gonna go to the satellite it should be around 1800 1700 but still yeah it's not mm -hmm. it's not normal for the season i found some snow i was in the col de la croix in the Alpe vadoise on sunday and it was really really covered by snow it was really full of snow so yeah mm -hmm. Uh, are you going to prepare something for us? Are you going to commit on that? So I'm producing some daily episode or some episode of the podcast during the whole truth. Simon, what do you think? Yes, 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 yes. I'm, I'm committing on that. I, I like it. Um, I'm starting also to, to prepare some, some nice things about it. Uh, probably I'll post some, yeah, some stories on, on Instagram because they're, they're pretty lighthearted, uh, pretty easy, pretty pretty nice also to, to see for a couple of seconds. And I will try with, well, I'll put my efforts in, in committing a very short description of every, every stage and probably uh, also interview some people that we will, that, that will be participating in it to see different perspectives from the top guys to the, to the last guys, because everyone shares more or less the same spirit and the love for cycling. So I think it's really important to see the variety of people that uh, are willing to do something as difficult as an out route. Yes. Um, I'm pretty sorry for that because I could not, I cannot come with you or anyways help you with the editing on this parts that you are going to produce at that time because exactly when is going to happen the old truth i think it's going to be around the 18th of august right uh yeah yeah it's that week yeah yes around there 
So I will not wait. I cannot help you on that. And this is really an announcement that I'm going to do right here, right now. Um, because in the same, so in the second part of August, from the 14th of August till the 31st of August, I'm going to be following the Silk Road Mountain Race as the official podcaster. I'm going to produce the official podcast of the Silk Road Mountain Race. I'm going to let you know more through my social media and through my blog and whatever. But I am actually thinking about producing around 10 episodes, four before and six during the race, more or less, where we are going to tell the story live and before the Silk Road Mountain Race. I was super happy on that because I've made three or four episodes last year about the Silk Road Mountain Race, three. Uh, one, the interview with Nelson Trees, who is the organizer, and two before uh, two, two that were before and after the Silk Road Mountain Race from two friends of mine, live story from the three friends of mine. Um, after that, this year, I got in contact again with uh, Nelson and we agreed actually... He agreed on having me on board. So I'm going to be following the Silk Road Monte Race from the 14th. So from the beginning to the end of it, I'm going to jump in the media car, in the broom wagon, actually, of the Silk Road Monte Race. So you're going to listen to my story there on uh, this official podcast. I think we are going to organize as well. I still didn't organize anything, really. But we are going to do something similar as well for the Pan-Celtic race. I think that you all listened to our conversation with Matt uh, when I was interviewing him. And he wanted to have me as well on board in the media car, uh, probably together with Thomas, Ariadu Peloton as well. So probably I'm going to prepare something like this also there. So it's going to be... if So even if today is going to be the last day in the last episode of the season of the broom wagon second season of the broom wagon i can tell you that from um i have the calendar here uh that from the 14th of the 15th of june you're gonna listen to daily episode about our holy week the thing that we're talking about uh right now from july on you're gonna listen to my voice into the uh, special uh, into the official uh podcast of the Silk Road Monte Race. I'm going to put all the contacts and everything out there. So we are not going to be in this platform. We are going to be on the platform of the Silk Road Monte Race. But in this platform, for sure, you're going to listen to the voice of Simon directly from the old truth and probably as well from myself on something about the Pan-Celtic race. Are you excited over this summer that everything is going to start from the Holy Week, Simon? Yeah, challenging summer. Yes. No, it, it, it will be great fun. Uh, bike stories, so always positive. Yes, and uh, I, we can also say to everybody that if it's going to be tough and full of events and full of stuff, this... Uh, summer season for the broom wagon probably the third season of broom wagon is going to be even funnier even tougher and even with more stuff to do a lot of good projects we cannot say anything though no, we're putting our effort in it so we'll do our best we like it so cycling is always positive you see a lot of things you you learn a lot of things you meet a lot of people and that's um, it's one of the most important fun things you have fun you meet people you discover new things yeah. enjoy your time yes 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 even if yes. you suffer i think is not so bad i like it <laughs> well that's why we're here right we can be so different than cyclists but we all love cycling that's why true 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 that Good. I would say that we can shut it down. It's one hour and 13 minutes of recording that i don't think i'm gonna touch edit or cut so well simon 
see you on the 14th of June, the day before the sport full. Yes, yes. Good. Ciao. Have a, have a nice evening. Yes, I'm going to go to sleep super, super, super soon because tomorrow morning I have to go out with the bicycle pretty pretty early and you as well. Yeah, I'll probably do something in the early morning just to burn a lot some fat and that's it. Cool. Easy. Cool. Simon, I'll talk to you soon. Ciao, ciao. So you got the message, right? It's pretty, pretty, pretty clear. One week for people, a lot of pasta, a lot of climbing, a lot of fun. Pretty, pretty, pretty easy. I want to say goodbye to everybody of you for following us on this second season of the Broom Wagon. I want to say thank you for the support and for the amazing gravel bike, the 3T Explorer to the 3T guys out there. A lot of adventure were tackled this year. I don't know, I don't want to say everything, what is what was good, what was bad, the cool things that we have done this year and the cool people that we talked with. We're gonna do it at the end of the year, but continue follow us on the Holy Week special spin-off of the Broom Vagon, and then continue follow Simon on the same channel for the whole truth and continue follow me on the Panceltic race and on the Silk Road mountain race. So thanks to you, thanks to 3T and thanks Puru also for supporting us um, with the sunscreen during the Holy Week. Last couple of things. Contacts. Hello at calamaro.cc. Send us an email if you want to write with us. Send me an email if you want to see me to send me any feedback. Um, Instagram.com slash calamaro.cc or calamaro.cc to continue follow me on social media. Read Calamaro on Twitter, calamaro.cc on Facebook, Spreaker, uh, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify. Look for Bloom Vegan. You will find it. Share it with everybody out there. And uh, nothing. I will talk to you in a couple of weeks. 